Hey guys, welcome back to the DLC Podcast, where we talk games, movies, and all things in between. As usual, I'm Isaac, and I'm joined here with my brother Jacob. You know what I'm saying? How's it going, guys? And Trey would be here, but... He's working. Well, he's not working, he's just, he's busy. Oh. And, well, Angel's still not here. We'll, we'll get that settled out one day. Yeah. But, yeah, so, normally we're a week behind, but given... The things that happened this week, we felt like we kind of want to do one, like on the tail end of it, that we're going to give our opinions on it, and then next week we'll be back to us being a week behind. So, yeah, so just just know if anything big happens, we'll probably talk about it that week. We'll we'll try to at least. Uh, yeah, we'll try to. We're not going to give any promises. No promises. Like I said, we're we're not a news podcast. Yeah. We just talk about what's going on. If it's and if it's of any interest to us, then we'll. Bring it up, but um, yeah. yeah. So Jacob, you know you don't buy consoles. I usually don't. I am pretty okay with playing old games. That is true. The consoles you have were given to you, correct? No, I bought my PS4. I had to when Dot Hack came out, or when it was. So you had a PS4 to so- Oh no, you were stuck on PS3 for a while. Yeah, I was on PS3 for a while. And then I wasn't going to get the PS4, but then .hack GU then you had to support it. Got announced, and yeah, I'm going to support it. I mean, you signed papers for it. I did petitions, petitions, and all that. So, all right. So obviously, you're not too out of the loop. Where you know, I mean, obviously the PS5 and Series X and S are, you know, about them. Yeah. Okay. So I want to believe it was last week, or it was two days before Xbox. I want to say where PlayStation screwed everybody over by saying they're going to let people know when pre-orders are going to be announced and then open pre-orders without letting people know it was announced. Gr- granted, it was because of a store did it first and everyone, all the retailers followed with that. Yeah, so I did hear about that. I was actually picking up my Mario coffee when uh, a GameStop employee uh, vented his frustration on that. <laughs> um, because from what I heard, there's limited pre-order quantities and uh the GameStop I was only had 10 yep so that's quite a lot actually so let me let me, do you know about the bot crisis no I know video game news happened recently okay so a capture card dropped I want to say a few weeks ago it's the 3080 right the Nvidia 3080 that capture card that's the best bang for your buck capture card like Trey bought a capture card, like, he bought the 20, uh, the 2070 Ti, which at the time was hot, the top end. He spent over a grand on it. I think I remember you making fun of him. Yeah. And then this card comes out, which is better than that card, and it's for half the price. Granted, it's the base model. Obviously, other companies would get a hold of it and boot it the way they want, like, right. such as a Ti, that's not the base model. But people were mad because as soon as pre-orders opened, they were gone. And that's because you have people, uh, scalpers who have these bots set up 
to uh, automatically purchase purchase these things. That way they can sell them on eBay for double the price. So that's the bot crisis. It's been around for a while now, but now it's more widely known due to recent releases. So PS4 drops, the pre-orders instantly sell out. But what were you about to say? No, I mean, I'm sure it got more aware as technology grows, more people uncover things and find out how things happen. Yeah. Nothing can stay secret forever for the most part. When we were kids, uh, it was one of those moments where you had to be first in line and buy as many as you could and then turn around and sell them. Back, Back when we were kids... You wanted to work at GameStop to yeah. be able to get the first of everything in there. To be the plug. Yeah, to be the plug and then to sell it to your friends. So, so that happened to PS4, right? Or PS5, I mean. A lot of people were upset. You know, Xbox, Target, Best Buy, Amazon sold out instantly. Some people got it, others didn't. And people were mad at the fact that they weren't told when it yeah. happened. Which is understandable. Which is understandable. But the thing is, like, I do plan on buying one one day. Not anytime soon, but one day. So the Series X, Microsoft's like, hey, we're going to let you guys know when it's going to happen. All right? So the day it happens, I'm at work. At 10 a.m., I know that's the pre-order. It's, at, it's on the 22nd. At 10. So, you know, I'm like, all right, you know, I'm, I'm, at, I'm at work. work. And the thing is, since they gave the day, obviously the bots are going to be set up for this. All right. So 10 a.m. hits. I'm going to all the websites. All of them crashed. GameStop had me in a queue line. I didn't get it. So they, I didn't get it, right? I didn't get it. I did not know you were trying to pre-order it. I was trying to pre-order it. Okay. So. I don't know. I, I, I think it's just, I don't see the point in pre-order. I mean, I guess I see it, but at the same time. I need an upgrade off of you my do, Xbox. You, do. You, have, you have the day one Xbox One. And you know... I once I buy a generational console, I don't buy the upgrade. Right. I get my money out of it. My thing is, is like I just I'm not the person that was like wait in line for a console. And so physically, I'm not gonna wait in line physically. No, it's it's it was online or nothing, and it was nothing. I'm going to be the guy that waits for the sale. I don't care if I have to wait two years <laughs> to get the the new. No, Xbox. actually, actually speaking of which, um. Uh, I was actually talking to Chano about it. He was like, bro, you should wait and see if they release a special edition. And I was like, you know what? I mean, they will. Yeah, I mean, if they do one for Halo, because I got the Halo 3. The Xbox 360? Yeah, yeah, and I love that thing. I'm looking at it right now. Hey, beautiful. I see you up there. So, anyways. Most likely they will. I don't see why they would. I'm sure. I mean, they've done it with the past Halos. So, it sold out, and people were just as mad because, well, the thing is, you can't really get mad at Microsoft. It's the retailer's fault because Microsoft kind of let them know, like, it's going to happen on 22nd, so have your websites ready for high traffic. And what they weren't ready, bamboozled, no one got none, unless you were one of the lucky few. Yeah. But here's where karma kicked in. There was a 700, uh, 740% increase and Xbox One X sells. So the theory is people put in the wrong codes for their bots. Because you have One X and Series X. So it is believed that the bots accidentally 
buy a lot of one X's instead of series X's. I actually did hear that. I didn't know the reasoning, but I have heard that the sales for the series. I mean, I'm sure Microsoft was happy about that. Yeah, like, it's nice they're going to you know try to refund, but either way. It's 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 funny because like people bought the One X and the thing is, I still think it's a terrible name, Series X. Yeah. Because it's too similar. But I feel like they're trying to say Series X, like we're starting fresh, we're starting new, Series X, and then go on from there. My thing is, you already have multiple consoles from the past, but you know what? To reach the wrong. Well, it's called the the there's the One X and then the Series X. So like so like there's so like right now right now it's the One X and the Xbox S. So all they did was was add series between each of the letters. <laughs> so now it's Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S. That's confusing. It is very confusing. I mean, unless unless you're in the loop like you and I, or you know, I mean, I'm not even you necessarily, but just if if you're up to gaming news or you know, you're just a gamer in general, you would know the difference. But I feel sorry for little Timmy, whose mom goes out to buy him the Series X and sees, oh, it's Xbox One X, and little Timmy's little little heartbroken because he got the console that's a year old now. I mean, a year too late, I guess you could say. Granted. All those consoles, according to Phil Spencer, will run all the other games perfectly fine. They just won't be 4K unless yeah. it's on the One X, which is totally fine. Which is why I'm kind of contemplating on sticking with my Xbox because it's still going to play. It's not going to look as pretty, but you know what? It's cool. But um, another thing is that uh, so nothing that happened today was the Tokyo Game Show. Now, there's something there's got some rumor here, right? And so. I don't know if you heard Microsoft bought Bethesda. I did see memes for it, uh, <laughs> and I've heard. Uh, I don't know the whole details about it. I just know they so, do Okay, so with the so you and I, I could confidently say you and I don't necessarily play Bethesda games. I want to say unless you're like into Elder Scrolls, like like Skyrim, and I I mean, there's say- other. Oh, yeah, there's other games. Yeah, did they not make uh, Bayonetta? No, it's Platinum. I want to say because I remember seeing their logo in some of the games. Up. No, no, no. So okay, so they make so they made Fallout, Prey, and obviously like the Elder Scrolls. They made Doom and this honored Wolfenstein Rage. You played Rage? I played Rage. I, I think, okay, yeah, that's I actually yeah. liked Rage. Rage. Rage was very. Uh, very hype, and then a lot of people didn't like it. They didn't think it well, was too hype. I remember because you played Rage One, and I remember one time I actually had a a, a finals Is the next Rage day. Oh, you did play Rage Two. So here's the story behind that, real quick. You played Rage Two the night before my finals because I was asleep and you had Joe over, and then you came in my room, turned on my light, was like, "Can I take your Xbox?" And I was like, "Why?" Because me and Joe want to play Rage 2. And I was like, just take it and leave me alone. And yeah, yeah, beat it that same night. It was adorable. It's probably why I don't remember it. Yeah. No, but see, I know Bethesda because they made one of my favorite games. One of my favorite horror games. The Evil Within series. Uh, I, I mean, I know Evil Within ones. That's another one. Yeah. yeah. I need to play the second one still. Oh, I love it. I think I let you borrow it. Probably. My my Xbox doesn't read desk, so that's probably why I haven't tried to put it in. 
Uh, hopefully put it on. Uh, hey, hey, it might be on Game Pass sooner or later. I mean, they own it, you know. That's true. And that, I mean, I'm pretty sure. And Doom Eternal's already on Game Pass. But I digress. Let's get back on topic. Actually, okay, okay. So I, I didn't play Rage Two. I Did played you? the first one. Like so I need, yeah, I need to get the second one. Right, well, hey, it might be on Game Pass. So, oh yeah. That. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about rage later on because that's yeah. that, that's uh well, well that's, that's that's our topic uh after this but um I was gonna say uh oh okay so now people so the Tokyo Game Show happened right and the thing is Microsoft pulled a power play Papatesa I still would have preferred them to use that money to work on their own IPs I mean because you know the fact that Halo is still not ready. Is an embarrassment. Granted, it's three four three, and I don't trust three four three for nothing. Like, I'm not gonna bend on that. It's only like three four three. But um, you know what? It's cool. I mean, cause Microsoft, not Microsoft, Sony has a lot of good game. De- they own a lot of good game developers. They have a lot of good games. You know, they they own Insomniac, which made the Spider-Man games. You know, and uh, so, so I mean, I don't mind it, cause like I said, I I lean more towards Microsoft and Sony, but you know I still, I still like both. I, I like all three consoles. Nintendo's still king no matter what. But um, so they were gonna so they 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 wanted to leave the Tokyo Game Shows right. That happened this morning at six, so they opened it. Okay. And there's a lot of rumors going around because Microsoft is rumored to like it. There was a rumor back like a few years ago I want to say. But that they're gonna buy Sega because Microsoft wants a footstep into Japan, which right now I believe they're using Nintendo for that. Yeah, because I was like Nintendo and Sega do a lot of work together. No, it's Microsoft and Nintendo do a lot of work together. Yeah, but I mean, like, like you know, there's Sonic all over, like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Switch and like you know with the Mario games. Seem like. Ori, right? That's a Microsoft exclusive. People in Japan don't have Xboxes. It's either Sony or Nintendo. Right. So they put their games on Nintendo so they can at least get money that way. Though they may lose 30% of it, it's still 70% they wouldn't have gotten in general. So a lot of people thinking they were going to buy Sega and have Sega make a console, you know, quotations, console, which was basically going to be an Xbox with Sega stickers on it. How cool would that be, though? That would be amazing if Sega came back, rise from the ashes. With, I mean, technically, they're not rise. It would just be Xbox with Sega I mean, stickers on. Honestly, I would buy a Sega console. That's a Microsoft console. Watch, this is actually a power move by Sega to to get more <laughs> money back into their company. They make a system for Xbox. It sells great, and they're like, "All right, deuces, we're starting our own company again." No, 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 no. If, if that happens, like, no, I, I, I don't think Sega could do that. Microsoft's too big. They spent 7.5 billion on Bethesda. All right, that's double that, that they bought on Minecraft. You never know. You never know. But anyway, so they Xbox treated a controller that was blue, and it said still iconic. And people were like, "It's Sonic." Like someone got the picture, got a like. Not not the not the whole controller, like a part of the controller where the shade is a little bit different, and they compared it to the logo and Sonic, and they they put it in like I guess Microsoft Paint, or whatever, and they saw like the numbers of like the paint it was, you know what I'm talking about? 
And I'm like, it matches. And then Sega tweeted a picture of someone, like, there's a box there, and someone crossing their arms, like, it's Xbox! Like, like they, they want that to happen. And they get to happen. I mean, also, like I said, if I can get an Xbox console that has Sega, that says Sega on it, I would love that. I'm not saying it's going it's not going to happen. Blue light on top? Uh, uh, Sick. Okay. So, I'm not saying it's not going to happen. But you're going to go and just reference paint. No, not 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 not, not just paint like paint on a, on a certain spot of the controller. Yeah. Not the whole controller, just a spot on the controller. Uh, <laughs> Trying to find me. Yeah, like, trying to find them. This is paint number nine oh six and Sonic's color back in the uh, Sega Genesis. That pixel on his right corner of his eye was blue nine oh six two. I see the conspiracy. Yeah, like it, it's, calm it's, down, bro. It's, it's whatever. And but the thing is, so what's so good about it is, um, so the game show was underwhelming, right? Because Microsoft, for some reason, Mark. So here's my thing with Microsoft. They're they're playing the patient game, in my opinion. Because they bought all these developers, and people don't realize it takes time to develop games. Because you buy a developer doesn't mean a game's going to come out that following year. I mean, my, my thing with there, because I know there's a lot of people who get mad about having to wait for games. I know uh, Cyberpunk mm-hmm. kept, like, kept getting delayed. delayed. But, oh, Project CD Red is an amazing developer. Yeah, but my thing is, I don't mind waiting for a game if it's going to be good. Now, you got some games... Um, which was, I think it was like one of the Halos, like one of the ones that got delayed and then when it finally got released, it's, it was still an unfinished product. I don't even know, dude. If, if it wasn't, if it wasn't by Bungie, anything 343 touches is trash, so. So my thing is, I don't mind waiting for games to be released. I mean, one, it helps me finish games I already have, so that way I don't feel rushed. And second, if it's, if it's going to be delayed like a year, to ensure that it's great quality, then I think it's worth it. I don't think people should get mad just because, oh, we got to wait another year and then, you know, throw a fit. Yeah. Like, as long as it comes out with good quality, I don't mind waiting. No, no, like, the thing, and the thing is, they, they showed games that the developers are making and Rare's making stuff, and some of them don't look that great, but I'm still like, there's still time for them to do something. And the thing is, at this point, I know Microsoft doesn't have exclusives like Sony. That's why I'm going to buy a PS5. But Microsoft offers me something Sony doesn't. And people will say, well, you get the P- the PlayStation Plus. It's not the Game Pass. The Game Pass, in my opinion, I, I, be, like, I don't know much about the PS Plus. I so, will say it has more games. So Game Pass. my experience with the PlayStation Plus was during the PS3 and uh, early PS4. And my complaint was with it was you pay for a membership, you get all these games you for free, and then once your membership expires, you lose those games. Like Xbox where you get to go to downloaded it and it was yours. Yeah, yeah. Like you'll yeah. download it but then you won't have access to it. Yeah. And that's one thing I liked about the Xbox over the PS was that like you can get gold for a month for free or for a dollar. Get the game. Get the games and then you know, unsubscribe. If you unsubscribe like a day before it expires, you get your dollar back. Yeah. And then you keep the game. Yeah. And the thing so, is, so essentially you got a free game. And the thing is, Microsoft's more consumer friendly in a sense than Sony, which is a given because they're a trillion dollar company, so they they got they they could do that. 
But um, like I said, I'm still buying all consoles though. I I still want to play the Sony games. But um, another thing that happened. So Dragon Dragon Quest, the new Dragon Quest, is gonna be on Game Pass now. So you and I have never played it. I'm sure we both knew about it. it was, yeah. It's like a popular JRPG. We know we knew this. We played one of them for the PS3, and I it just it just wasn't for me. It it was too slow for me. That's, I, I've never touched it. Like all I know is the blue, the little blue guy. But outside of that, like I don't know much about it. Outside of it's an old, older, like old school RPG, and that's coming on Game Pass. So that's so now I could I could play it. I'm gonna enjoy that. And um, yeah, I mean, like I said, the game, the game show, they, they didn't really show much. They showed Flight Simulator where you could fly around Japan. That looks pretty cool actually. But outside of that. Microsoft, they make much of a presence, and of course, there's gonna be other stuff going on throughout the week. I want to say, but regarding that, but um, yeah, that's uh, that's about the news so far, and I want to get into the next topic of ours, something that we know well, well of is the uh, 3D All Stars. So you and I have been playing it, right? And it's safe to say, when it comes to Mario, I want to throw something out there now. I know my comments in the past. I've come to reclaim those comments. I've learned the reason I didn't like Mario was because my oldest brother wore me out on him. Now that time has passed and I finally went back to play them. Wounds have healed. Wounds have healed. And I like Mario now. I actually dig him. Do I like him more than Zelda? Or do I like him more than Zelda? No. I like him. I don't, I don't have that hate I did before. Because, like I said, my brother overplayed him, and that's all he would ever play. And I, that made me hate the guy. But now, actually, I have an appreciation for Mario. I like Mario now. Still not my favorite. I'm still a Zelda fan. And I'll probably play Metroid over Mario, but it's up there. I I wanted to say, I know the last couple of episodes I said I hated Mario. I don't hate him no more. We homies now. So... With that being said, I guess, you know, I kind of want to give briefly my, uh, I guess, review of the game. So, you're an SC, you're a Mario 64 native. Yes. I natively watched you and Josh play the game. I myself played a little bit of it, but never beat it and never got too far into it. I just played the levels that I had already unlocked and ran around. Yes. I now I will say I didn't play as much as our older brother did. I feel like Mario sixty four was like the last game my older brother actually. You remember that dude? Yeah, he remember? he binged a week and one twentyed it. Yeah, he like my brother was very into sports. He always wanted to go out and play sports, but for some reason he wanted to perfect. This game, I think it's because you get Yoshi at the end. And he wanted yeah. to get Yoshi. And, and he, he was so upset because you saw him and that was it. He thought you could ride Yoshi. <laughs> like, I just remember because I was the hardcore gamer. I was always in my room. Always got our rooms. Our room. Yeah, we shared a room. Um, and I always got bugged to go outside and play sports. Um, which I didn't mind. I, I enjoyed sports. Uh, but I enjoyed video games a lot more. And this is kind of a hybrid though. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. if Jacob didn't want to play, obviously me me being the youngest, my brother took me. 
And then when Jacob wanted to play something, my sweat. Josh never wanted to play games. I played games with Jacob. I got best of both worlds. I'm, yeah. I'm happy about so, that. So like it was very different seeing my older brother, and it was it was summer. I think it was his senior year. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was no, he was in college. It was his first year of college. Was his first year of college? I just remember him being stuck in his room. He'll come out, get food, and go right back in there. And that was so unusual. And he just hogged the game. You try to take it back. Yeah. And, I, he, was, and he was like, nah, bro, I'm about to play. You're like, you're watching TV. He's like, nah, bro, I'm about to play. Yeah, like he hogged the, the 64 in the game. Like we only had one in 64 that we had to share amongst the three of us. And he just hogged it. And my thing is he – it was kind of infuriating because – he was actually better at the game. Yeah, he was. was better than you. Like, he picked... Because the thing with my brother, for some reason, it takes him, like, two minutes to get good at something. I mean, like, when he's playing basketball, he needs two shots, and he's already ready to go. It, it, it is annoying. Yeah, so, like, I'm the gamer, and, like, I'm... My thing was was the controls. Like, I wasn't... I was trying to get used to the 3D aspect of it, and it annoyed me that the camera... Wouldn't turn a whole 360. It'll get stuck like on the yeah, wall. Yeah, it'll, it'll get stuck and you couldn't, there's some parts you couldn't see. And I remember finding Bowser and grabbing a tail and, 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 and spinning them, trying to look for a bomb and just like being awful at that. And then our older brother just like doing it with the ease. Three throws, three hits. Or oh, no, it, was it, one? it was just one throw. And, um, it was just so infuriating. So he played more than I did. And so when this game got announced, I was super excited because I never really got to finish the game. Mind you, my brother doesn't buy games. He doesn't pre-order games. And he did for this one time. Yeah, I don't buy new games. The 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 newest game I bought was Dot .hack when it came out. And that was like two years ago. And then the time before mm-hmm. that, Probably when I was in college. Who knows? And you still have a game you haven't played from the PS3, Tales of Exilia, right? Yeah, Tales of Exilia. I pre-ordered that because it was an anniversary one. I still got it sealed up. Yeah, I'm not going to opening. Yeah, I'm just going to keep it sealed. Um, but I wanted to get the the game because I wanted to beat Mario uh N64. I played it a lot. I just never beat it. And so when the announcement came, I pre-ordered it. And I'm honestly wondering if Josh is going to play it. I don't think he knows about it, but I should let him know before it goes away. I'm pretty sure he doesn't really care about the physical aspect of it. Actually, yeah. I no, no, and Josh, he's just going to borrow yours. Probably. But anyways, side story as- or that story aside, um, I want you to know, do you know this? the version that you're playing right now is the updated version that was released in Japan? I did not know that. Yeah, so all the glitches that were in the United States one copy, I think it's called Shodu or Sh- I can't remember, but it's its own thing, right? So basically, a lot of the glitches aren't there anymore. And when you when you throw Bowser, I'm pretty sure you've noticed he says bye bye instead of saying so long again, Bowser. Ah oh, man, I didn't even notice that. I did. It's supposed to be King Bowser, but we all know what it sounds like. Yeah. But um. I didn't know there was different ones. Yeah. So 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 you get the, and it, it's Rumble compatible now. Unlike the one we had, it wasn't Rumble compatible. So it's so just letting you know that if some changes 
uh, I mean, apparently you didn't notice the changes, but and we we don't speed run, so we don't really know about the glitches. But um, I did see some uh guy when the game first came out. He was playing the N64 one, and he was speed running it with drums. He was playing it with drums. It's pretty interesting. That's interesting. But anyways, just letting you know it's the Japanese version, not the one we grew up with necessarily. Which I'm okay with. Yeah, it's totally fine. I, I just wanted to beat it. I never got to beat it. I got close, but of course my older brother kind of hogged the game. I mean, granted, you had multiple, you had a lot of time to beat it. He he played it for like a week and then. No, it was more than a week, dude. Even before then, though, you, you, even it, you didn't want to play until he started playing it because it was sitting there for a while. No, I was playing it. It was hard, but I was playing it, and he would always want to play it. And so it was kind of one of those things like I couldn't play it because he wanted to beat it first. The, I don't know, but you, you've had that game way before then. And he had, yeah, but remember he took the N64 to college? And he took the game. You're right. And he took the game so you're we couldn't right. play it. I mean, I didn't care about the 64 hours because I had my GameCube. Yeah, but I mean, I couldn't beat him because he took it. No. Well, so, I digress. <laughs> so now I get the chance to, and honestly, when I when I got the game, the pre order, I didn't know we we're gonna get something special for pre ordering that. We didn't. Those just GameStop themselves. I mean, still pretty cool. Nintendo was real lazy with it, actually. Yeah, which kind of annoys me because I feel they should have done. Should at least been a sleeve on it. A sleeve or a figure, like like something to like you know mark the anniversary. Yeah, it was basically it was more like all right, here it is. Yeah, like, now go away. Like I, I would have been happy with like some kind of coin or token or something. Yeah, or maybe like a little star or yeah. something. Or yeah. So I was kind of upset about that. I felt that Nintendo could have done a little bit more, uh, since you know these are old games. Just you know, oh, get, yeah. But I mean, like if you're gonna make money off of these, at least put some more, you know, thought Grand, into Grand it. COVID probably ruined things, but still. Animal Crossing got a special treatment. They got their own console, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, I feel they could have done more. Like, GameStop gave us, uh... Stickers for yeah, controllers. Yeah, cut skins for the yeah. controllers, which is pretty cool. And the um, Joy-Con dock. There's a Joy-Con dock? Yeah. Uh, I got it right here, actually. Oh, not, not, not the not Joy-Con. Not, not the dock. The Joy-Con. The oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, I know what you're talking about. That, yeah, that yeah. thing. Yeah, okay. So, that was cool. I'm glad we got a little something different. Or not something different, but like something extra. I'm not using them, but... Oh, no, I'm, I'm going to sell mine. Sorry, they're going for like 35 bucks on eBay. So, might as well get some money back from the game. <laughs> um, but, honestly, I felt the pre-order was a little underwhelming, personally. I feel, like I said, they could have given us like a coin or a star. Something to mark the anniversary. Kind of make it a little bit more special. Um, and I was also very, like, I kind of already have feeling. And even a poster. The poster would have been nice. But, like, uh, we brought it up the last time we were talking about this, that I was really hoping they were going to put both of the Mario Galaxies in. Mm -hmm. And sadly, they didn't. And I kind of already have feeling they weren't, but I kind of wish they would, because... Why put one and not the other? Unless, unless they plan on yeah, making so, like a second one. So, obviously, I don't know if you know this, but all three games are emulated. They're, they're running up emulators. And people did some data mining and the, the 
they're assuming now that Nintendo has an emulator that can run GameCube uh, and Wii that they may go back to that emulator and throw more games into it as individuals maybe. So maybe that's why and maybe like but to me that just feels lazy. Like why even like to me that's cuz we still buy it, Jacob. We it's true. They it's know true. that. Like we we can the thing is like darning Nintendo for being so lazy. Here's sixty five dollars though. No, it's <laughs> like, true. Like we're we're gonna teach them. <laughs> Take my true. money. It's true. Like how dare you? I'm gonna waste my money on this here. Take my card. Pre order. I'm automatic. Right. So I want to buy the game. That's I'm not, I'm not going to be happy if I want to buy the game. But that's why though. Like they they know you're gonna buy it. And the thing is, I'm not mad at Nintendo necessarily because like I said, like I said, the whole like COVID and whatnot, like things happen. And the thing is, Nintendo. You know they do a lot for their franchises, so the fact that it's, it, it happened for Mario is unfortunate. But you know they still got Zelda to do. They still got Metroid. They still have all these other things they could make up for it with. My thing is, I can see them probably doing a second one because you got okay. So Mario Galaxy Two, Mario for the Wii, and then Mario for the Wii U. So those are three other 3D All Stars, I guess you can put in. Except I don't think. I think Mario for the Wii was uh, side scroll. I don't think it was open. Mario world. 3D. No, no, it was just Mario for the Wii, where you could play, where four people could play at a time. I think they already re-released that. Did they? Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just hoping if they do make a second 3D All Stars, that they'll include it. I don't see why they wouldn't. I just don't know what other games. I, 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 I see it as, as, as a standalone. I think it would be so dumb too. If they did that, it just it just shows that they're being lazy about it. This was a rush. It is a rush topic. I mean, it is a rush uh, product. Product. It is, hmm. and we still bought it. We did. So we did. I, I'm, honestly, personally, I'm not complaining. I like, I, like I said, I don't. I, I sleeve would have been cool on it, but like I said, I I'm not the biggest Mario fan. I do like Mario. I want Zelda to get more attention. You know, so if that happens, that'd be sick. Okay, so. Jacob, like like he, as he was saying, he N64 version is his cheese. I don't know if you noticed that your, your controls are. I think they're inverted or non-inverted. I can't. Remember. I know. The, so my complaint is there's no options to change control settings. Now, for all you people out there who grew up on the 64, who played GoldenEye, you played inverted. Now most people adapted. And became non-inverted. I never did. And I need I need to play inverted. No matter what it is, I have to play inverted. I think that was another reason I didn't like. I had a hard time with Mario was because I don't like inverted. I love inverted because I play Star Fox so much. Like it's just in my head I mean, now. So do I, but uh, but for you it made sense because you're flying a plane. I guess. But um. So Mario Sunshine is a game I've never beaten. It's a game I played. I never beaten. I had to, I had I had a childhood friend who owned it. He let me borrow it. I played it for a bit and then I gave it back. And then he he was one of those kids that got new games, beat it, went to GameStop, sold it, bought new games with that money. And um, if you're wondering which one of this, he lived across the street. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about now? Think so. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. 
<laughs> but um, but so I never so it's N64, uh, Mario six N64. As I said, I played it, never really got too deep into it. I just went to the different stages, the different levels, ran around, and turned it off. I gotta ask real quick, what was your favorite stage? On what? For Mario sixty four. Uh, my favorite stage. The ship one. The ship. Yeah. Okay. A lot of people. For the music. Yeah. A lot of people keep. Uh, and it's the bomb bomb one. No. Or the snow one. A lot of people keep keep going back to the snow one. Which was, one. which was fun, but it was annoying. Yeah, I hate that one. He died too easily. Yeah. No, I like the aquatic one. The what the shipwreck one? Shipwreck Bay, I think it's called. I don't know. I can't. I don't, I don't know. My my favorite was the the ghost one. Dude with the piano, dude. Yeah, I was scared that of that one, bro. That was so the creepy. one where you on the birdcage. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I was terrified of that one. Now that yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, I remember that one being your favorite. But um, so anyways, Jacob, uh, he I want to say he may have dabbled. With Sunshine, but I don't believe he actually. I have played. only seen you play. I've never touched. So that's all it was. Right? You saw me play. Yeah, I right? saw you play. Okay. So I, the reason I played it was because even till now, before even the HD update, like the like the the game now, that's the most beautiful Mario game out there, graphically, dude. Like it's a beautiful game. And just looking at it, I was like, I gotta play it just because visuals alone, right? And like I said, my experience with 3D Mario's up until then was limited for the fact, like I said, I didn't, I didn't care for Mario 64 that much. It was cool. I, I, I honestly, I probably spent more time messing around with his face in the, in the, in the beginning screen than actually playing the game. As which, a- I'm, which I'm glad they kept. Yeah, it, it's awesome. <laughs> but Mario Sunshine is a game, like I said, I actually got into and was what's so my I, so my one complaint is the controls are not inverted. Now I'm battling through it for the fact that I'm aiming with my left analog and not my right analog. Cause I, I I called you, remember I called you? Yeah. And I was saying I it it bothers me a bit, but I'm in my head I'm like I normally walk with the right analog. I mean the left analog. I mean and you know, you push forward to walk forward. So I'm just like, okay, I'm, I'm telling myself, you push forward to aim up. Like, and I'm struggling a bit, but not too much where I can't play it. Like, I, I'm getting there. It's not too bad. Like, I'm, I'm adapting to it. But, um, you mentioned you, the, the snow stage is the stage you're just like, ugh, right? Yeah. I mean, I like it. It's just, I have a question for you. Okay. What's the hardest star? Or no, what's the not the hardest? What's the most annoying star for you in the N64? From what I remember for myself was trying to get the star at the it's where you gotta shoot the cannon at the ship one where you shoot the cannon and you gotta land on the spike and then make the yeah. jump to get on the ledge to get the star. For me, yeah. that was the one I didn't like. I actually I played that one recently and that one wasn't as as. Hard as I remember. Like, honestly, when I first started playing this again, I'm playing... Are you blitzing through it? Yeah, I'm blitzing Dude, through I'm it. Blitzing through Mario Sunshine, like, too. Like, I'm thinking, like, man, this game was so much harder when I was younger. How dumb was I? <laughs> and honestly, the controls kind of help, too. Yeah. I'm, I'm playing... I don't know about you. I'm playing with the, my pro controller. And now, 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 that doesn't mean it still isn't hard. 
there are some annoying stages. Um, I would say right now the one I'm having the most struggle with is getting the hidden stars uh, for the... The 100 coins? Yeah, the 100 coins. Because he's trying to find that one coin. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, so, so, okay. So I was playing the lava map. I hate that one. And, except for the one when you're inside the volcano? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but you start, you start outside and then you jump into the yeah, volcano. Yeah, yeah. But one stage within the stage. But once you get into the volcano, you can't get back out. Mm-hmm. And so you gotta make sure you get all the coins out before you go in. Right. And I was at 99. And I went and jumped and I still have trouble with the whole like camera thing. And I messed the ledge and hit the, hit the lava that shot me back up. So I'm like, okay, it's okay. As long as I can land. I'll be okay, which I don't. I land on lava, and then I die at 99 coins, and I was tilted. And I just, like, that's the last match I played. I haven't touched <laughs> it for the last two days. For me, I'm, um, I, I, I so the, the reason my brother's going through this, I want to say, is because as soon as he got the game, he was like, I'm a 120 this. Yes. Me, I'm like, I'm gonna beat the game and then go back to 120. Like, I want, I want to go back and just to replay and still have things to get. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not going with that. But I'm more like, I'm gonna get my 50 shine sprites. I'm gonna do the, the jobs I gotta do and beat the game, and then that way I could go back and just get the other ones whenever I want to. So yeah, I mean, uh, that, that's kind of where I'm at now. Like, I wanted to 120 it, and honestly, it just got. Like because I'm playing, I'm like, man, this is so easy. You know, there's one reason why I wouldn't want what's one of that game is the clock level to get the red coins. I remember being in a room with Josh doing that, bro. It took him a day to beat that one. The clock level. Yeah, and apparently we go in a certain time, all the clock parts move. And when he figured that out, he was good. I don't remember that. I guess. Uh, do vaguely. Like you can make it like if you go in a certain time, we go faster, oh, and then it'll be slower, yeah. then yeah. it'll stop. Yeah. yeah. So my thing is like I wanted to one twenty eight because it was so easy. Like I started there, I was like, oh god, I'm breezing through this. Mm-hmm. But now I'm getting frustrated. I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna beat beat it and then just come back to it when uh when I'm not right. as tilted. So as so what I'm getting from this is you don't have a star that's the most annoying. You just you screwed up one time and now you're mad. Yeah. So there's there's not a star in that game. You're just like you like you. It's not like like it's not a hard star. It's an annoying star. Yeah, I mean, I like even even back then, I don't remember enough to know if there was a stage that was too hard. For All right, Brosif, sorry to cut you off, but Mario Sunshine is a game where there's a lot of stops, st- shine sprites that are hard but annoying. Now I'm gonna explain them to you since you never played the game. Well, don't explain too much because I want to play the game. No, I'm going to be your coach. I don't know if I want that. Dude, you want me. Okay. I'm going to show you the jumps. All right. It's a, the jump mechanics in the game are phenomenal, as per all Mario games. So, first off, there's missions within each level where you got to do without Flood. Flood is the water pack. All right. And, you know, they had to have an acapella group singing the classic Mario tune. It's very jazzy. Cool. You know, you're digging it. You're vibing. And think of Mario Maker, but 3D platform. So you have all these obstacles you got to go through, which they are hard. See, now I'm, now I'm kind of sad because I don't like Mario Maker or like... Yeah. 
Okay, you know what? Best, best example. It's like going to go fight Bowser. Those stages. Okay, gotcha. Look, they're different, but I want like that's the closest concept I can explain to you that you'll understand. Right. So, you know, they have these spinning platforms. You got to time your jumps, and obviously the side jump and the dive. It's those kind of clutch. You know, you got the wall jumps. So those stars. Not all, not all the stages, but some are annoying. One of my favorite ones actually is when you break into the police station and you use the jetpack and you literally, get, it's like a green, it's like you're on Green Hill and Sonic. You're just going up and down these ramps and get the shine spray. It's awesome. But the one that made me the most angry, right? Like I said, it's not hard. It's not hard at all. It just doesn't make freaking sense to me. Okay. So the, Enrico Harbor, it's one of the maps. You learn to, like, you ride these squids. Well, that, I call them, they look like squids. And, you know, you're surfboarding on them, and you can push forward to accelerate, and this and that, right? And it's like Mario 64, when you get on the shell. When you run into a wall, it's gone. Right. Right? So, one of the missions is to get the red coins. That's the easy part. The hard part is getting the shine sprite. So, you're on a dock, and there's six of those squids. Now, when you jump on one, those six squids don't disappear. They stay there. And that's where the shine sprite shows up. So there's times where I'm jumping, and I overjump it. I don't get it. And I'm on the freaking the, the land, and I'm trying to get back in the water, and I'll hit something, and I die. Because for some reason, I can't just jump off the squid and grab the shine sprite. No, if I, I, I fell. And... There were times where I got stuck on the dock because I jumped too early and I'm stuck there and I'm trying to turn to avoid getting hit. And there's another time where I actually do make the jump, but I land on another squid that shoots me right back into the water. I was at that for an hour trying to get that shine sprite. Then finally I got it. I'm like, I hate this stage. Or I hate this star. That was the most annoying star I experienced while playing that game. But what's cool about it, about the, the shine sprites in Mario Sunshine is so, in in the in the game, obviously it's repetitive, right? You beat you beat the boss, you get the red coins, you beat the boss again, you go to the 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 Mario Maker stages, I like to say, you know, and then the last one you've, I mean, and you see, you have the hidden stars, the hundred coins. I don't care to get those right now, and you also have blue coins you get to buy shine sprites, but um, after a certain amount of stars and after a certain amount of times you beat. Shadow Mario, you unlock a new nozzle, and and you you know that's it's awesome. And what's so cool about Flood is, like I said, I, I'm low key doing speed run moves. And not even speed run moves. I'm just I've gotten a good handle of the controls of Mario to where I'm literally skipping areas where I should be going to to get the chance for instead of going the, all the way around. I'm jumping between gaps and, you know, doing this and that. I, I'm proud of myself, honestly. But, um, so, yeah, so you, so you got stuff like that. You unlock the nozzle, and then you go unlock Yoshi. And then what's so cool also is that the when you start the game, the whole island is dark. And the more shine sprites you get, you see the, the sun start expanding on the land. And... Also, like the volcano stage, there's a stage within this game. Uh, I want to say, let me check real quick. I get in my little, my little notesy here. Uh, I want to say it's, 
uh, Noki Bay. There's a stage within a stage in that one. Okay. You jump in a bottle, and you fight uh, well, and you brush his teeth with the water hose. All right. It's awesome. <laughs> so I like how you sold this game. Like, this game is great. It's annoying as F, but it's great. But it's annoying as F. Like, all right, I'm already kind of annoyed with it. Like, I'm going to try to 100% 64. Honestly. I'm just going to hope to pass. No, what's, what's, no, honestly, what's more annoying to me is 64, because at least with Sunshine, the control is better. The camera's better. And like, and like the start of the sprites aren't hard to get. If anything, I feel they're easier to get compared to N64 because, for instance, 100 coins, it's just coins everywhere. So there's not only 100 coins, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, I could be wrong, but I want to say that's... that's I mean, for the N64, there's coins everywhere, too. The only one that feels like... There's legit just a hundred coins is the lava stage, but that just could be because I'm mad at it right now. Yeah, and also another thing is there's a, there's also another stage within the stage. There's one where you fight a a mantis, a shadow mantis. You'll get I'm not gonna tell you too much about it. You, and there's a stage. I mean us. And then within that map, you go inside a haunted hotel. So they kind of kept that aspect for you, you know. That's cool. And there's one. There's a mission. So you know and um. I want to say, yeah, in 64, you have the, the, the wing caps and you're flying. You look yeah. at, so that's something similar to that. Basically. That one, I would say was kind of tough. That one took me like three I hours. The mechanics, how to fly? Not, not how to fly, but just, uh, to not miss them because like, like if you don't get the, the very first few ones, there's no way to get that high again. Right. And, so there's there's one where you get on, you're actually on the legendary sand bird, it comes like a Pokemon. And there's red coins on the bird, but the thing is it turns side to side, it goes upside down. For me, I played it the easy way to do it is to sit on its neck and then just jump when it spins. It's a, it's fun though, I like it. But another annoying mission that I, you're gonna you're probably gonna pull your hair out on is on Gelato Beach where you gotta push a giant watermelon on this narrow pathway to a smoothie shop. And, you know, you, the watermelon falls in the water, you gotta start all over. You know, it's a very fragile watermelon. Gotcha. And, yeah, that's, that's another mission that's, cheap. I haven't gotten there yet, but I remember getting there as a kid and hating it. And also, you just, and the, the blender is on top of the roof. So if you stand on top of it, you die. Instantly. Which makes sense. Yeah. You become a, a Mario smoothie. It doesn't show you getting blended up, but the, the content's yeah. there. But one of my favorite boss battles, though, because so in '64 the boss battles were about the same. You know, you run behind them, you throw them off the ledge or something like that, and then you get the stone guy where you get behind them and you butt slam. Yeah, those are my favorite ones. You know, there's, there's 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 like limited variety, but with this one, there's one where you're you're at Peanut Park, you're on a roller coaster, you're on a roller coaster, and you're picking up rockets, and you gotta aim it at a giant Bowser. Then you guess there's rockets chasing you while you're doing it, and the camera's kind of shaky. I, I beat it pretty simply, mainly for the fact that I guess I've done it before as a kid. But um, but yeah, you know, and like I said, there's, you, you, and finally you unlock Yoshi, you can ride Yoshi. He spits juice. He's adorable. But uh, yeah, so it's. It's the adventures of Isaac and Sunshine Mario, huh? Yeah. So. Now, 
I never played Galaxy. I see the thing I, I, in the last episode I mentioned I played Galaxy. I still feel like I did. I just don't you, remember. I probably played like ten minutes. You you played it once uh, when I was in college and you came to visit, but. Your thing was you didn't like the controls. You didn't like Mario. I don't think it was a control. I think it was just so linear. The controls. No, I, I don't like having a point get freaking yeah the the stars. I thought that was the lamest thing I ever. The control, like I don't, a lot of people hated the Wii control mechanics. I loved them. I loved them for Twilight Princess. Yeah, I mean I loved them for a lot of other games. I thought there Wii were boxing. there there were some games that the calibration wasn't the best. Uh-huh. Uh, but other than that, I, I thought the idea was pretty cool and I really enjoyed it. So I haven't played Galaxy yet. Uh, it looks beautiful though. I've seen it 60 frames. Oh my god. Yeah, gosh. it looks nice. It is phenomenal. I am, I am excited to replay it. Like I only beat it once. Like I played this game through, beat it, got the second one, beat it, and then just left it. Because like Isaac said, no matter how much we love Mario, it's pretty much all the same. But, um, I'm a visual kind of guy. If it looks pretty, I'm gonna play it. Yeah, same here. Like I like the story too. Um, but if it's too repetitive, like I can probably get through it, but I probably won't pick it up again. But like Galaxy, I still feel was pretty good. I didn't think it got enough love for it because I feel a lot of people were mad at the Wii. Um, but that's just my own thought. But I feel, I think you're gonna enjoy it. If you like Sunshine, and if the mechanics, like, that's kinda what I'm wondering how the mechanics are gonna be on Galaxy. Like, if they're gonna, well, put the, it close to. No, Sunshine. but apparently it's similar to it from what I've seen, man. Okay. And if you want the feel of Galaxy, use the Joy-Cons. Right. For obvious reasons, you know, right. you gotta get the nunchuck and whatnot. Which I might do that. I'm gonna do it. That's how it's supposed to be played in my opinion. But, um, but, you know, that wraps up this, and we're, and we're not, we haven't even touched our actual topic for the day, but, uh, if you guys have any, you know, input regarding the All-Star Collection, you can hit us up at the DLC Podcast on, uh, Twitter, and at Do Let's Chat, no, sorry, it's at Do Let's Chat Pod on Twitter, and Do Let's Chat on Instagram, and, uh, yeah, so we're gonna go to ad real quick, and then we're, we're going to go to our actual topic of the day. We're already an hour in, but you know what? It's going to be a long episode. It's all good. Touch up on this other topic, and we might touch up again later on another episode. Depends how we feel. Yeah. But without further ado, Chano, go ahead and take it away. Thanks, Chano. Uh, so, now to get to the, our actual main topic. <laughs> I mean, I guess all of it was our main all topic. All of it was our main topic. Yeah. This episode. We're breaking this up in chapters. You know, chapter one, game news. Chapter two, Mario. Chapter three, this topic. You mean like chopping like three different episodes? No, no. Just like. No, no, just like, you know, (laughs) different topics. That's why it's long. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're kind of done with the one topic and that's it. We just talk and then that's about it. We'll we'll have a topic and then we'll 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 stop bay it and put a little stuff in between or before yeah. then. So our actual topic for today, as Jacob kind of hinted at while talking about Rage Two, or not Rage, what was it? Rage. Yeah, just Rage, right? Uh, one thing we noticed, I mean, we've noticed this way prior, but COVID kind of amplified it. Yeah. 
the lack of co-op games. Yes, and now, and and not just like you know shooters or not like actual, Call of Duty. Yeah, mm-hmm. like actual co-op games where you can play online or in person. With you know a split screen or oh. online, like story based co op games. Yeah. Like you know, when a lot of people think of co op games, I feel nowadays they're like, all right, yeah, shooters. It's got COD, Fortnite, Apex. You know, uh, party games like you know Among Us, which is a fun game. Yes, I just downloaded that. About to check that out, but like. And if you, and for those who want to play it, it's free on iOS and Android, so you don't need a PC. And you can play with PC people. Just throwing that out there. I didn't know that till yesterday, and now my whole life changed. But, like, I feel there's just not a lot of co-op games. Like, games you can buy, a friend can buy, and y'all can go play online and play a story-based game together. Now... Cuphead is a, a co-op game that's split screen, just not online based, right? Yes, I wish and, it was online based. Yeah, and that's one of those games. So, split screen is something we want, but we would love the ability to play online because, like, me and Jacob grew up playing games together. We we don't live near each other, and we depend on online. Yeah. And it's kind of like our bonding time. Exactly. And like now, like for instance, so DKC is one of the, a co-op game that we grew up playing, and now are able to play online. Over the Switch. We haven't yes. done it yet, but we've talked about it. And the thing is, I played DKC 2. You haven't. So that's a game we could probably co-op and I could probably help carry you in. And then you get the experience that I got as a kid. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And it was I want to say it was around maybe my junior year where me and Jacob got into the habit of actually buying games for our 360 and playing with each other online. Yeah. And one of the first games that we actually played was, so, Jacob bought Fear 1 and Fear 2. Yes. Now, oh my gosh, so all those Fear fans out there, y'all know y'all love it, but y'all know these games are so bad. Okay, look, so Fear 1 was very repetitive, it all looked the same, and choppy. It was a PC game. Yeah. But I still loved it. Fear 2 was a a beautiful game. Like as soon as I put that in, I was like, okay, this is upgraded to the next level. Like it looks phenomenal. Now those two games weren't co-op. I know you guys are thinking like those aren't co-op, but Fear Three was. Yes. And I know Fear Three is not loved as much as the as the one and two. But here's the thing about co-op games: the game could be bad, but if you play with people that you like, it's a fun experience. Yeah. And and like. Okay, take Fear 3, as Isaac was bringing up. We, we kind of knew going into it that it wasn't going to be as good as, as predecessors. But, one, we already played the first two, so we're going to play... Yeah, we got like five bucks, right? Yeah, yeah, they were cheap. They were hecka cheap. <laughs> like, literally, it was buy two, get one free, and I bought two of those and got, like, another game free. But, like, it was still around this time where co-op online games were still hard to find but they were still there and this is one of the few ones that were like you know what we both played the series no the thing is it was your idea yeah because you had bought the first two 
and you you played them and you're like hey there's fear three like i never played the first two and then you're like i'll let you borrow them and then i played them and then i'll, I'll turn around and i'll buy them myself and yeah. then i you bought me fear three so we can yeah. play it like i mean let's be honest these games were super cheap like, as I said, they were pc games i know they were better on the pc on the xbox they weren't the best but they were still fun and well, they, they ran perfectly fine two yeah. and three ran perfectly fine like you know like I, isaac was saying like you can play a bad co-op game, but it'd still be fun because you're playing with someone. Like, I, I don't know about a lot of other people, but that's like one thing I'm, I look forward to is just playing co-op games, like trying to play a story with another person. Experiencing the bad moments. Yeah. Like, for instance, with Fear 3, right? Uh, I got to play the guy that possessed people. I can't, like, it's been years. I don't remember names anymore, but I, I possessed people. And Jacob played the other guy. And, and this this was still around the time where I was still trying to learn how to be good at shooters. Yeah, I was carrying him. And actually, there was a lot of... Anyways. Yeah, a lot, a lot of... Isaac was not happy. <laughs> a lot of the time. I was angry a lot of the time. He never that I feel like he... I think... I believe he killed me. You did kill me, actually. You threw a grenade at me. Yeah, I got scared. I, I, I possessed... As soon as I possessed the body, you killed my host. I was trying... So, I, I remember... I think it was like a boss we were trying to fight that was raging at us. And Isaac was able to take control. And I was just so scared. Because I think you can only control it for such a long time. I was just so scared. I threw a grenade and hoping to kill it and then they killed him and i think it ran at me and i just like i started shooting and all i hear i was like are you even aiming are you aiming at the dude i'm like i'm trying i don't know what to do like they're like they're like, they're like it's so infuriating sometimes because there are times where i'm playing with jacob he does something that makes me so mad i'm like i'm done bro i'm getting off yeah like i won't yell i'm like i'm, I'm, I'm getting off bro and jacob just like I know. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> but I mean, those were fun. Like, even, it's fun though playing, being able to do co-op stuff. Like, and and like, you know, playing co-op shooters, you know, COD and whatnot. That's fun too. But like, those are shooters we're playing, but they're story based. Yeah. Shooters. Yeah. There, there's more to it. Uh, I feel like it's a different feel. Um, and so like to me like. Especially when COVID hit, me and I were trying to think of games to play. So we got we bought Dead Island, played yeah we we beat the first one. We started playing the second one. Of course, some stuff got in the way. We haven't touched it in a while. But we are gonna have to go back to yeah it. we are gonna go back to play Riptide. Yes, I've never. I mean, we are playing Riptide. We are playing Riptide right now. Yeah, because uh, we beat the first one. Yeah, and uh and like there's just not too many co-op games, and I feel like especially with covid i kind of wish developers would have been like we need a greater need of co-op games social distancing but still being able to play with your friends right and like one game that me and isaac played that was really really fun and we talked about this game like this game series a lot is lord of the rings we played war in the north and how much fun that was and so we, we actually got, thought about going back to play it. Actually. Yes, yeah, we we're wanting to replay it, um, and we we're kind of hoping it would be compatible with the Xbox One. I don't know if they ever did that. I think it is. So we'll have to look into that then. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but we we're going to get Shadows of Mordor, and so we realized that's not co-op, which was so so heartbreaking. Now we're still going to get it, but it's still we're, we're gonna like we're gonna play alongside, not next job, but alongside each other. 
reach certain checkpoints, talk about it. Like it's, I think we mentioned this. We're gonna talk about it on like future podcasts. Yeah. But yeah, it's just so disappointing. You can't play co-op together. And like to me, that that takes away from the game. Because even the Lord of the Rings on the GameCube that I love so much were co-op. Yeah. And that that was fun. I I think it was probably maybe it was only Return of the King that was co-op, but so it was it was awesome. But um another game like uh, uh, uh the perfect game that I could say where you're playing a bad game and it, and it became fun. There's two games actually, but I'm, I'm gonna name one right now and then the next one later is uh Resident Evil Six. We all know that game was terrible. Me and Jacob went into this game knowing it was terrible. Jacob. Alright. This game too, actually. Yeah. Cause it was Jacob, you know, Isaac, Jacob, Isaac, Isaac had it, and then I was like, hey bro, we need more co-op games. He's like, well, I don't know what to get. It's like, well, there's Resident Evil 6, and you're like, I already sold mine. I did. And I'm like, well, then I want to buy you, I want to buy it for you again. <laughs> I because, sold it cause I hated it. Yeah, it's like, because we need, we need more co-op games. Oh, and the thing is, we played RE5. RE5 is yes. a cool game. I, I beat that game solo, but playing co-op, well, that was also fun. He also carried me on that game. A little bit. But, Resident Evil 6, worst game ever. But what, what made it fun was the fact that... So Leon's missions were our favorite. No, actually, those were our second favorite. Our main favorite was the Chris missions. Because yes. the whole time we're playing those missions, we are just roasting that man. And the thing is, I made you go play Chris. I was like, I refuse to play with Chris. I refuse to play as Chris. <laughs> and like I said, the games were terrible. And honestly, I didn't beat the game until way later because there was a point where... You, you play Ada's mission, and then you pl- I played the bodyguard, and I, di- I didn't get to experience some things that he got to, because, you know, technically I'm not even supposed to be there. Yeah. So I stopped playing it until finally I went back and beat it, and I was like, oh, okay. Like, personally, I thought RE6 wasn't too bad, but I've only played it co-op. I haven't played it. Yeah, I tried playing it by myself. I remember my friend who sold the Mario Sunshine, he had it on his PS3, and I remember going to his house, playing it, and he... he started off on the Leon Kennedy mission. So I'm playing there, you know, you get the college campus. I'm like, oh this game is phenomenal. What? I could run and shoot? Well I'm rolling on the ground, this and that like this is amazing. So I buy it, I put it in, and I'm like, this is this is disgusting. This game is garbage, straight garbage. And see I just enjoyed it for the co op. <laughs> I enjoyed the bonding moment, the the Isaac screaming in my ear, like, why aren't you shooting? I'm like, I am shooting. I was like, no, you're not. I was like, yes, I am. I was like, if you're shooting him, he'll be dead. I was like, well, he has a lot of health. I don't tell you. And like I said, what made the game so great was, like I said, it was just roasting Chris. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then, and at the event where my character died to save Chris because Chris was just useless. And we were just like, see, that's why Chris sucks. That's why he's useless. Everyone with him dies. You never want to be on Chris's team. He, he's like, What's that Star Trek mean? If there's a guy with the red shirt, they they you know they're gonna die in that episode. That's everybody on Chris Redfield's team. Oh man, the only one that survived was Sheva. Yeah, but Sheva was awesome, and I played as Sheva. I didn't play as Chris as in RE5 either. But I mean that's and that's why I feel like we need more co-op games. And like I know there's like you know Mario Maker where you can play with your friends, but I don't think you can play with online people. I could be wrong, but even then, Obviously, you, Nintendo's online service is trash. Yeah, I mean, even then, like you'll be playing just made up stage. You're not really playing like a story based uh, game. Um, so I feel like we need more of more more of those. 
Like, there's not enough, especially with what's going on now and having to social distance. I would think, I would hope new games coming out would be uh, co-op friendly. Right, and the thing is, I'm see, like I'm starting to see a little bit of a wave regarding that, but not too much just yet. It was mainly just a lot of grinding games, like in FPS, like you said. Maybe like maybe we're getting around that time because like RPGs, I feel like have always been big, but I feel like now they're kind of peaking. A bit. not peaking, but like they're they're a lot. They're getting like people more accepted, the, more accepted. And the thing is, I know a lot of RPGs aren't uh, co-op. But like Tales of Symphonia, Tales of Symphonia, Tales of Vesperia, uh, they were co-op. I want to say real quick, I know a lot of people love it. They regard it as one of the best Tales, but Tales of Vesperia is one of the worst Tales games I ever played. The anime was good. I don't care about the anime, bro. I hated the game, that. The game. game was good too. I will say, the like, game, not, Symphonia was way better. It was Symphonia was like it's like probably the best out of the series. I think someone has it voted. I mean, people had the Sperry vote over Symphonia, and but whatever. Like even like those were co-op and they were fun oh, RPGs. They, they they weren't the best co-op mechanics, but it was still co-op. Like me and my wife tried to play split screen and she didn't really like it because there's still a chief. There's still one player that's controlling most of everything. Yeah, and like you get you have the main guy that's running on the map. Yeah. And so you're still victim to whatever first player wants to do. But, I don't know, to me, it's still better than it not having a co-op. Exactly. I mean, yeah, I mean, you help with the boss fights, you know, or just fighting in general. And for me, like, like I said, RPGs, JRPGs are not co-op. They're normally not co-op. Yeah. Like, and the thing is, I could be wrong, there could be many out there. I mean, you and I are novices when it comes to JRPGs. We play JRPGs, but honestly... You and I primarily played Tales, the Hack. Other JRPGs that I've played. Bad Potatoes wasn't one. That wasn't co-op, no. Uh, but there was other ones for the PS3 that I played. I can't remember. They're more like anime type uh, RPGs. Uh, but they weren't co-op either. And like my thing is like, okay, here's here's my complaint. If you're not gonna make the story co-op, at least have a side story for co-op. So. When I bought Rage, I bought it because I thought it was co-op. Me and my friend Joe were going to play a co-op game. We were playing Gears. We beat Gears. I was like, all right, we need another co-op game. This was a fun co-op game. It was. I loved it. And uh, I got Rage because it was co-op. Popped it in, and the main story was just single player. But they had a side mission, side story that was co-op. And, I mean, that was super buggy. It was terrible. But it's like, it's still fun when you're playing with someone. Like, I remember when you get knocked down, you're supposed to have your teammate pick you up. Right. And there was a, there was a glitch where if you would just turn and look at the person, even though you're across the map and you can see them, you could still pick them up. <laughs> and I remember I got down and my friend Joe's like, all right, I want to try to come get you. And he was trying to come and he was getting shot and he was about to die. Like, dude, don't come. Just look at me. Just look at me, Joe. It's like, no, I'm coming. Like, just look at me, Joe. Joe, just look at me. And so he looks at me. He's like, oh, I can revive you like this? Like, yes, that's what I've been trying to tell you. And so he picks me up. The thing is, Joe, Joe is a masher. He is. He just, and, and, and like, like you have to hold down X to pick up. And he's just mashing X. Like, don't mash it. Just hold it. Just hold it. He's, 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 a, he's a fighting game player. Yeah. And so, I don't know, like, 
to me, if you're not going to make a, a co-op story-based game, at least have an option for co-op. Yeah. Even if it's side missions. So, I want to say it was a few weeks ago or like a month ago, I went to go visit Angel in Houston. And, you know, it, it was fun. We're chilling. And then I was like, bro, I downloaded Army of Two on my Xbox, on my account. When I go up there, I'm going to get on my account. We're going to play it. And he was like, all right. And that right there kind of told, like, when we, so me and Angel were playing that, and I, I don't know if you ever played Army of Two. I have it. Me and Angel played it on 360 when I used to go over his house, and you know, that is the ultimate co-op game in my opinion when it comes to shooters, because it literally is like, he's your partner, one of you shoot more to get aggro on you, that way the other player can sneak around and kill the enemy, and then obviously, you know, obviously you're, you're, you're kind of, you're, you're mercenaries, right, for the most part, and then, you know, you get money, you get blinged out weapons, you get more aggro on you, it's just, and then you gotta revive your teammate, and you can play dead, like, that game was my, by far, my favorite FPS co-op game, it's a very, it's a short game, but it aged, it aged beautifully. Like, me and Angel were playing, like I said, it was beautiful. Uh, I, I remember, a quick story real quick, so I bought the second one, not because I wanted it, because I felt like I had to. So here's the story real quick. I skipped class in high school. It was senior year. I skipped class. And I was like, I'm going to go to GameStop. So I went to GameStop, and you know, I'm just looking around, and I had 10 bucks in my wallet. And the guy like staring at me, was like, hey, man, how's it going? Like, oh, no, just chilling, just talking. And I was in there for like a, like a solid 15 minutes. I was like, I got to buy something. Like, I've, I've been here too long. So I see, I see, uh, Army of Two, the, I think it was, like, it was the, I don't, I don't know the whole name. It was the second one. And I remember being paranoid, like, oh, he's going to ID me because it's, it's rated M. And I didn't get an ID. And I was so proud of myself. And I bought that game unintentionally. Like, I felt obligated to buy it. I was in there for a while. I bought it for like seven bucks. And I was playing it and it wasn't that good primarily because I had no one to play with. But had you had it, that would, my opinion of it would have been different. But the Army of Two though, like the first one, by far one of my favorite, favorite called, favorite split screen games. Especially on the 360. Yeah. I, like I said, I feel, I feel co-op games are, are beating, are kind of getting pushed to the side. Like, there's a few out there. Most of them, though. And, like, I know there's there's a lot of games you can play with friends. Like we said, the shooters. Mario Ma- Kart. Mario Kart. Uh, Monster Hunter you can play with friends. But, like, you know. And I think Monster Hunter is story-based. Like, I'm trying to. I need it's, to get into it. It's story-based. But it's also open world. No, it's, it's story-based when it's just you. You can only call people in when you're at a like a boss fight, I believe. So, for the most part, you're playing, like, it's not one of those where you and I load in and we go do something. It's more okay. of, I go do something, I call you, and that's about it. And I said, so we need more to where we can both play at the same time. I feel... I mean, Destiny kind of, but Destiny doesn't have a story to it, but yeah. it's a mini story, I mean, but... I want a story, like, like, something. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm thinking, like, you know... Lord of the Rings War in the North was like one of my favorites just because the story was good. You can play with people. So, kind of disappointed Shadow of Mordor isn't like that. Um, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know any 
games out there right now on these uh, on like Xbox One, PS4 that is like War in the North that you can play a story together online with a friend. If there are some, y'all let us know because we're looking. I mean, fortunately, Left 4 Dead 2 is coming out one day. Yeah. So that's a co-op game we can play. Yes. Uh, Which, is it a new one or is it just a remake? Like, remastered? Well, no, it's two. Left 4 Dead 2 is already out. Like, it's been out. I played Left 4 Dead 2. No, it's Left 4 Dead and Left 4 Dead Riptide. And then they have Left 4 Dead, the animated one. Like, the animated-looking one. You're talking about Dead Island? Oh, yeah, Dead Island. I'm sorry. Dead Island. Dead Island. Yeah, but Left 4 Dead is another fun co-op game. Yeah, Left 4 Dead 2 is been out because I... I, I'm thinking of Dead Island. Dead Island 2. It's going to come out one day. Yeah. And... We need more. I don't know if y'all guys are with us on this. I feel co-op games get kind of pushed to the side. I feel there was more uh, story-based co-op games, personally. Um, let, let us know what y'all think on this topic, because I know we can't be the only ones that think this. Yeah, most likely not. And I'm trying to think of other games, but like on top of my head, I can't really think of any. Because it's so hard. There's it's, not that it's, many. Because like, I'm trying to think. Because you and I played a lot of co-op games, obviously. Yes. Right? Obviously. But at the same time, there are a lot of games we played where, oh, you died, pass the controller. Yes. And a lot of that. A lot of that. So, split screen, like, okay, for instance, uh, Halo split screen. And I think on one of the Halos, they got rid of that and people were triggered. Mind you, it was 343 because 343 trash. Not saying I hate them or anything, but I hate them. <laughs> but they brought that back. But um, Nintendo never really had a split screen games. I they could be wrong. They, they have the beat 'em ups. Uh, and I know a lot of people are probably gonna be like, you know, uh, there's a lot of beat 'em ups like uh, Street of Rage, uh, uh, like uh, Sega. Castle Crashers was a big one, which I never really got into because, but that was, like when when that came out, that I was still against the whole indie stuff, indie titles. I wasn't against it. My thing is, it just didn't appeal to me. Like I wanted, like to me, it just it felt like a party game. Yeah. And if I'm going to play a co-op, I, I like I actually wanted to be like a like a strong story based game, I guess. And also for all you Dark Souls fans, I know you can summon someone, but they're still different. Yeah, no, I was just saying like I'm like, cause I'm, cause I, angels, my angels, I was like, bro, we could play this game together. I'm like, no, cause I gotta summon you, and if you die or whatever, you know, I gotta summon you. It's it's not you know, like it, it's not a pure co-op game. Yeah, we need more Dead Island game. We need more. Lord of the Rings, War in the North games, like stuff like co-op that. RPGs. Yeah, and then like I said, we we know there are like, for instance, Final Fantasy Eleven, right, is an online RPG game. I think fourteen is an online RPG game, but that's more like, wow, yeah, co-op, not necessarily like you're playing together and you can't you can't go on without the other person. Exactly. And like we need more games like Fear. 
Death Space 3. Death, Death Space, Space 3 was hated by everyone. I don't like Death Space 3, but you know what? It was fun. I would say, okay, I would say one great co-op game that's an indie game that we played, that we need to replay. That we played? Oh, wait, let me, let me guess it real quick. It's an indie game. Yes. We both played it? We both played it. We loved it. We Oh, yeah. The puzzle one. Yeah, we were here. We were here. And and there's three of them. We played the first one. We need okay, to play the we, we were here. It was free on Xbox. I think it's on Game Pass. If not, it's worth the buy. We, it, that's a, that game is awesome. And that killed Jacob. It was beautiful. The mechanics was very original, and I loved it. So, like, and I, I killed Jacob. Yeah, he killed me a lot. It was, like, was only one time. Remember, we opened the door and it was like someone, me, someone someone had to leave the door open. You let me freeze like three times. No. There was a mission where I had to... instructions were not clear, Jacob. They were. No, okay. There's a mission in there where you walk on tile. Jacob was looking at it right to left, and like for me it was mirrored. So when he was like go on the left square, for me his left square was my right square, and then I died. <laughs> There was missions where I was waiting for you to do something. I froze to death. But either way, it was a great game. And there's three of them. We played the first one. And the thing I loved about it is you only know what you did. You don't know what the other person went through. Another thing, too, is that it does not allow you to be in party chat. The only way you can communicate is actually in-game through walkie-talkies. Yes. I love that mechanic. You actually sound like you're talking over a walkie-talkie. Yeah, I love that mechanic. We had to say over a lot. That way we don't talk over each other. So, we need more games like that. So, if y'all know any, let us know so we can play them and vent to you about them. Huh? Yeah. I mean, that's all I got. I think this is... uh... I think that concludes our episode. Yeah. But, um, also, real quick, guys, we are actually... I'm sure by the end of the the day, we're going to be at 1K total listens, so... Thank you guys for that, actually. We really appreciate it. If you enjoyed the podcast, like I said, please tell your friends about it. Share us. Um, and if you're new, you know, we have a whole backlog of some great episodes, some episodes that are terrible because of sound quality. We're work, we, we kind of fixed that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, if you're new and you're listening to us on, uh, iTunes, please, you know, subscribe, Spotify, give us a follow or, you know, any other podcasts you listen to. I feel like we're just about everywhere. We still need to get on Pandora. I think I, I put us on Stitcher, but you know, there's still. And, cool. and later down in the future, we're going to be on YouTube. We'll see how that goes. But, uh. Follow us on Instagram. Keep up with us. Talk to us. We're here. We want to get to know our fans. And so on Instagram, it's at, uh, do let's chat and Twitter at do let's chat pod. And, um, yeah. So. Like I said, that concludes this week, and we'll catch you guys next week. And as always, like I said, thank you again. We're pushing 1K listens. And we got some people out there in the UK giving us some listens, some people in Ireland. So, you know, shout out to y'all. Appreciate you. Know, we're, 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 we're getting worldwide, bro. Yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. With with the help of y'all. You with the help of y'all. Can't, can't do this without y'all. So we appreciate y'all. Because I'm paying for sponsors. <laughs> Sponsor our posts. But you know what? It happens. You gotta do what you gotta do. Yep. You gotta keep grinding. I'll stay safe, guys. Stay safe, and yeah, so. Later. Dude, let's chat.